Mom, where do you go to get your condoms? Do you use condoms? No, but I do use vibrators and lube, and I'd go to getmaud.com. Getmaud.com. Do you know why? They send it all in one box. They send it all in one box. It's neutral. They're super discreet. The the packaging looks really cool, and their products are the highest quality, FDA-approved, all it, body safe materials. It takes all the thought process out of getting all these different essentials that you need for sex. It just comes in a box. Get your body safe sex essentials at getmaud.com. Guess what? 15% off if you mention code mom. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. That's a mouthful. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, and clown. Together we chat about sex. And you might be wondering why. Why do we do it, Mother? Well, we like to shed a little light on the subject of sex. Okay. We like to give a few sex tips. And we like to bring a little joy and humor to people's lives. That is precisely why we do it. And we like to break down the barriers around the whole subject of sex. Okay. So that's, that's enough of that. Uh, <laughs> we, this episode coming up is phenomenal. We have on uh, one of my favorite guests we've had on so far, Vicki Barbalek and her daughter, Lily Gross. Lily Gross. Lily, and they, they couldn't be more opposite, actually. There's, it's, it's very funny. It reminds me a lot of my re- relationship with you. I mean, it, it, Oh, really? I didn't think... Where, would... where the, the child sometimes is more mature than the adults. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I, bonded, okay. I bonded with this girl, Vicky. Okay, so who some is of our li- yeah, listeners will not is? necessarily know who Vicky is. So she is a comedian out here in Los Angeles. She often she she headlines everywhere. She's been at the Comedy Store, the Flapper. She's she's big time comic. And I met her on America's Got Talent, and she's crushing it. She's still on the show. You should go vote for her uh, this coming. Uh, she said September 11th. Yeah, September yeah. 11th. Perfect. Vote for her because she should keep moving on. She's unbelievable. Uh, and you'll hear how funny she is in this interview. I I love her. She's she, so lovable. She she's very proud to call herself like the. Tra- her daughter is extremely lovable as well. Yeah, she calls herself trailer nasty. Trailer nasty. Yeah. So, did you want to uh, talk about a few of the things we discussed in the episode? Yes, I did actually. Uh, we talked about vibrators. We certainly did. We talked about uh, the worst sexual encounters that they've had. Yeah. And we also talked about how she got into comedy in the first place and what her parents and her background was. And, you know, we learned a lot about, uh, you know, basically about her childhood and her upbringing and how it affected her um, comedy, basically. Yeah. That, I said that, basically twice now. Yeah. Basically, basically. Uh, it was a wild, fun conversation. They share a bunch of stories that make us laugh. I highly recommend listening. Well, I guess you're already listening. <laughs> Continue listening. But before we do that, I wanted to, you know, we do this podcast for free. You know, no one asks us to do it, but we still do it. Well, we do it for for more than that. We, we love entertaining you and we do it, but we don't get a lot of money for it. So there's a way you can help us in that little arena and what would that be cam patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom patreon is a way for you to support us and it's also a way for you to get bonus content that you wouldn't get otherwise patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom we would love to get new patrons and we thank our current patrons who have been very loyal each month great call 
Uh, another way you can help us out is by leaving us a rating and a review in the iTunes store. And we got one this week that was a doozy. This one is called, uh, the subject line is orgasmic, five stars, by Mouthy Michelle. Thank you, Mouthy Michelle. She says, hysterical, relevant, progressive, and surprisingly thought-provoking. These two are it. Sweetheart. Can't get better than that. That's a great review. It's so sweet. Thank you, Mouthy Michelle. Thank you, Mouthy Michelle. And thank you all, listeners. We can't thank you enough for listening. It means a lot to us. We love to hear from you. We, Even if it's... Even if it's negative comments, we like to hear it. Yes, and the way that you can actually send us those positive or negative comments are is to text us or leave us a voicemail at yes text mom. How cute is that? That's that's our number. Yes text mom. Save it in your phone. Give us a call. We'll try to include it in our Monday morning after show, which will come out this Monday. And guess what, guys? Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the comics from agt that was actually pretty good you nailed it i did one other thing i want to let you know about if you're listening to this you probably like sex podcasts well good news we are part of a sex podcast collective nine of the best sex podcasts have come together we call ourselves pleasure podcasts you can find us at pleasurepodcasts.com it's an incredible group of people. You've heard a lot of them on our show. And here is a quick trailer from one of our favorite podcasts in the collective, Holly Randall Unfiltered. Hey guys, I'm Holly Randall and I am an erotic photographer, director, and producer. I started a podcast called Holly Randall Unfiltered where I interview the biggest names in the adult industry. My goal with the show is to show the world what the adult industry is really like and what really happens behind the scenes, what these porn stars are actually like as people, not just as performers, and show the world this is a real job. We actually take it seriously, and we have a lot of fun doing it at the same time. So make sure that you tune in to Holly Randall Unfiltered. You can find it anywhere you get your podcasts, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, you name it, and come learn what the porn industry is actually like. Vicky and Lily, welcome to the show. Woo-hoo-hoo. Thank you. We just cannot wait to talk about sex. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite subject too. Is this is sex is like regularly on on the table for you guys, or is this like a a kind of taboo subject? Definitely not taboo, but there's so many things we talk about because uh, we are like uh, we're really really close and so I think it just comes up Lily lets torpedo sex comments out I do what does that okay. mean like, wait a second She'll first of all how old is Lily just so I can get an so idea so I'm 26 and um, I've been married for five years I was I was a child bride so um, <laughs> she was yeah. I sold her mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a good deal I did <laughs> Okay. Yes. So next, the torpedo comment. Yeah. What so is like, you know, now you know, you'll just be rolling along, and then Lily will say, "Man, we have great sex." Oh, <laughs> oh so a tor- like a torpedo it comes just, out, just out of nowhere. Out of, out of nowhere, she'll say, "Yeah, he's really, you know, he's he's got a lot of stamina, mom." <laughs> Do you have any more peas? <laughs> so that's the kind of thing. I don't even like peas. Well, whatever. <laughs> I love that you guys are so open, and do you think it's because? You aren't in like a long-term traditional marriage, you know, the way leave it to beaver type of thing where you just don't talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think it, I, it might be, in, you know, we, we, because we've been on our own together, the, those three girls, you know, we've been, so it's kind of like uh, we are very close. And uh, 
I remember her. I had this rule in the trailer because you know, in a trailer, the the walls are really thin, like paper. I was going to ask about this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so they're very thin. So, and you could hear everything. And also, I just didn't want her sister, who's eight years older, to have sex in the trailer. (laughs) Why (laughs) was that? Because I didn't want her to. She was in high school, and I just didn't want to. I just didn't want her to. I didn't want to hear it. So I always said no sex, and I didn't say you couldn't have it anywhere because I knew she was responsible, but not in my trailer, especially not with me and Lily in the trailer. So one night, um, uh, Lily and I were laying, and we would sleep. How was that going? I'm so you happy I don't remember me. this story at all. <laughs> <laughs> you were laying with me, though you, you usually slept in your room, but you were laying with me, and Le- Emily was uh, had her date there, and he was in her room. And so our room, like literally, I built the wall myself. I per- I personally built a wall. I made impressive. a one-bedroom trailer into Very a two-bedroom oh, with wow. steak knives. That's all I had for the <laughs> What? Oh <my> yes. <laughs> yes. So this wall was like really a cardboard wall, basically. And it was like just paneling with no insulation. And you could hear everything between. So I, I started hearing this. Oh, oh, oh that sounds like a box spring. Like, oh, no. You know, it wasn't I'm a like, Casper really? mattress. And I'm just about to just pop my cork. And then Emily yells out, it's the hamster. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's convenient. Was there a hamster? There was a hamster. There was, yes, <laughs> was it the hamster? But I think it was the hamster. Okay. It was after all that it I was do, the hamster? I do think it was the hamster. I mean, I do. <laughs> that I mean, is she, hilarious yeah. that she expected yeah. you to know she that. Just, she could just know that it was like uh, at that very moment that I was about to come. She could <laughs> always read my mind. So that was... Yeah. Yeah. Do you also think? I imagine being a stand-up, your constant, uh, your humor can get raunchy. So you think? I mean, does that open the dialogue between you guys? Yeah, I mean, like for you know, Lily's very much more of like a lady. Like she, her <laughs> language, and literally, she's very pretty. She's her, she, her, she's like, um, you know, there's someday I always say her parents are going to show up and take her away, <laughs> and they're going to drop me with my criminal child, and I'm going to have to send her back to Sweden where she belongs. Because look, I mean, the, I mean, just everything about her is like she's poised and she never cusses and she's kind and she's wait, patient. but she's a torpedo girl. Well, she'll throw it. She I'm, obviously they just she's having they, a good they, time they with her up husband. And they just like, like but yeah, explode because nothing's coming out for so and, long. And like also, like I mean, she she did t- ask me. What, it was really cool when she, her first year of college, right before this winter break, she goes, "Mom, I'm coming home for winter break. Will you take me to Planned Parenthood?" And you know, I'm just so desperate to see her. I'll go to Planned Parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> and like three weeks, like before she left for college, I, we were driving down the street. I will never forget this. And I, and I, I'm, you know, I'm listening to Polly Shore talk at the comedy store all the time. And I said, okay, Lily, I'm going to tell you one thing I learned from Polly Shore about sex. And she goes, ugh, what, the next sentence that comes out of your mouth is not going to be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about Polly Shore and sex is going to help me. You should not be and a I'm sex just, educator. Right, so I'm just driving and I go, one, two, three. Okay, here it is, Lily. KY jelly, condom, KY jelly. <laughs> we'll never discuss it again. And then, then when she came home to, and we went to Planned Parenthood, right in the, you know, they have the recurring videos, it said, KY jelly, oh. condom, <laughs> KY jelly. We fell on the ground laughing. laughing. Wait, the, that was the, just complete coincidence? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh it was, it was just dying. these two insane people, people in the middle like, of Planned Parenthood. on the ground <laughs> yeah. Parenthood? Laughing so hard. Yeah. It's uh, out of control. And I'm thinking to myself, KY jelly sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this this episode brought to you by Maud. <laughs> get Maud.com. Get 15% off of your personal lubes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. I'll tell you a funny account. story about lubes if you want to hear it. Oh, I love hearing a lube story. Yes. Okay. So my friend Brenda, she has homes for Down syndrome women 
her daughter is Lily's best friend. So we met when they were in kindergarten. So she has two homes for Down syndrome women. They work in locations. Oh, well, for, whatever. I, I'm going to say this. I already said, I already got in enough trouble. So they work <laughs> in these locations and do they do work? You know, they get paid. Yeah. The Down syndrome women. So one of the places they <laughs> work are they, is... Are they... I'm so confused. Are they... People that are Down syndrome working in Down syndrome places. No, they're working in different facilities in the in the community, and they get paid, and and you know they're 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 coached, and they have a really, oh, really okay. full and great yeah, life. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So they, where a lot of the ladies that work live at Brenda's work at Astroglide, in which is in Vista, yeah. oh, our way. hometown pride. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's a gigantic, hugely successful company. And so Brenda told me she goes, "You wouldn't believe how much money those people make," and the woman who owns it, her husband owns it, she will not discuss it. He was a NASA scientist. That's why it's called Astroglide. Oh, because little non It was a docking oh. lubricant for spaceships. Whoa. And of course she won't talk about it because you know that one night he came home and said, honey, <laughs> you are a little dry. <laughs> if this can take a rocket, maybe we can work this out. So obviously she was the guinea pig. And so that's she's crazy. completely embarrassed. Yeah, but anyway, that's a little-known trivia fact there. there I go. just don't know if I'd want that like stuff that you put in an, 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 in a spaceship up my vagina. Well, it, it doesn't it, sound like it's you know it's very they, healthy. They've, yeah. they've they've tested it. It's like I, I've been to the facility. Funny enough, and um, <laughs> they it's all, it's very safe. It's all organic and stuff. I mean, How you know, could because it be organic? well, spaceships can only deal with organic oh. materials. Apparently, oh, no, oh, I, wow. I'm not sure about that, but it really is. <laughs> I, I, that sounds I mean, like a crack no, of shit. I mean, <laughs> but it, I mean, like let's face it, it's it, it's safe. You know, obviously, I mean, I wouldn't be here today if I can tell you that if it wasn't because completely safe. Did you have like I went there for the bulk vat? No, only, so <laughs> so back with a gallon. Yes, yes. So here's the thing. So this woman is so embarrassed about it. So I hear the story, and a week later, I'm on stage in San Juan Capistrano, forty miles from our house, thinking I could completely tell this story, and after I get off stage and go outside, this woman comes up to me and goes, "Oh my God." That is, she's one of my best friends. She's oh. going to die. Oh. I go, oh, you won't. You will never tell this. Please, oh. I will never tell it again. Don't ever. Oh. And here we are today. today telling it to thousands of guests. Oh, no. I'm here too. <laughs> podcast. You know, you did say you could edit out a lot. We're going to have that out. Yeah. So, you like me to edit out. I, I, want, I have some questions from the very beginning here. So how did you get into comedy? Were you always like the class clown we I was the, the fat little kid in school, so I was always making jokes before they could make jokes at me. So comedy was like a definite defense mechanism when I was a really little kid. So I was I was like 220 when I was 12, and I was teased oh, wow. mercilessly, you know, mercilessly. And so um, that that worked. And then um, when I got older, I just found that it was the only reason people ever wanted to be around me if I could make them laugh. So hmm. I mean, it was always my like. Uh, ticket. Yeah, yeah. For anything. It was always self-deprecating humor? Mm, yeah, pretty much. I mean, sometimes not. Sometimes I would also be able to roast other people. Yeah. I mean, it came pretty good at that. You know, a gentle <laughs> roasting. A gentle roast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not heavy now. and No, I'm seriously heavy. But I'm not. Yeah. I mean, No, yeah. but you're not. I, I mean, Well, I am, but yeah. No, she's really not. Yeah. Oh, come on, so I, I am. I'm like, Mom, you're, you're too okay. thin for right, your fat right, joke. Okay, you fine. keep thinking you are. <laughs> you know, you're too thin for your fat joke. No, and they always work. But no, you know work. what? I I got to see you a few times on America's Got Talent, and I just think that everyone loves you. You're just so lovable. There's something about you that just like I just want to hug you. Oh, it's so sweet. Me I too. Think, and it's because like I do really love people. I love being 
I just love people. I you're mean, like I really a puppy do. dog. Yeah. You're like She's a King Cavalier so Spaniel. Oh, well, that's my favorite dog. And if I could afford one, I always do a joke about that right now. I don't want a dog that looks like me. I want a beautiful dog. I want that dog. The King <laughs> Cavalier. That is my favorite dog. It is. Yeah. Well. Cam's too, you so, guys. You so should pretty. Do you want a black and white one? together. Yeah, we can have a black and white one. That sounds good to me. Okay, so when growing up, did you did you teach her about sex? Did you learn from your mom about sex? Or was that like... No. No. <laughs> I didn't learn about drinking. I didn't learn about sex. I didn't learn about anything about... <laughs> I didn't know that you were supposed to moisturize your face after you wash it until I, I was like know 23 that either years old. I didn't know it until I, I was like 15. I literally got it. This, this is what I, you didn't learn from I, your mother? That? Yeah, that is I, the worst I, thing? I thought I you like told that's like normal things that you're I supposed to know. tell your daughter. You're the one that told me. Wait, I, know. I, I still don't know that. Yeah, and, I, and I, I've never told my daughter that. You, if it makes you feel better, Vicky, I've never saying, told my daughter about moisturizing her face. Very little. We're not talking about was that. We're talking about sexual. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that generally learning about what should be passed down from mother to daughter was not done. Um, uh, I'm sorry. It was okay. okay. No, it's true. Was it like the reverse? Like Because I think me and my daughter, half the time she's like the mom and I'm the daughter. So I feel like a kinship towards towards you in that respect. It's like almost like role reversal. She told me like I went to the dressing room one time and she's like, Mom, you look like a like I think she said a French whore, not just any whore. You look <laughs> like a French whore. I'm like, what the thank hell? You. I, thank you. Thank exactly. You. Well, Take thank that as a compliment. Yeah. So I mean, no, I never got any tips, but um, I definitely I. I grew up watching her stand up and I remember be, being really young and being like, this is funny and not understanding any of the jokes. <laughs> and then I grew up and I got the jokes and they were funny, but they were uncomfortable. <laughs> Awkward. Well, what, yes. about, what about all my comedian girlfriends who took care of you and Matt Bragg who took care of you? Oh, Matt Bragg. Did Matt give you he any taught sex me how tips? to be a woman. No. no I'm what what is that mean? Well, one of my favorite comics sounds very sexual. I always yeah, call him Matt. I did that wrong. But, well, <laughs> Matt, Bragg, my, Matt Bragg, my favorite fag is what I always call him. And he, he would always come over and stay with Lily when I would go to L.A. And when I'd come home, all the Barbies were, you know, re- redone. And we would dye their hair. hair. We would do their makeup. And yeah, so I just wonder if Matt Pass no, any tips on to you? Nothing. Just make up. Nothing. Yeah. How, how you're so put to, put together now. You're obviously married, and mm-hmm. you're you're like a, some brilliant career. I forgot what you just said. I'm a biostatistician. A biostatistician. Yes, I design and analyze clinical trials. Whoa. Yes. For for rare diseases in oncology. Oh my goodness. So, so cancer related. Yes, I do cancer. Oh, just curing cancer. Yeah. It, okay. But, okay. You know what? I really wanted her to be a plastic surgeon, but she was so selfish. She had to be going to cancer. <laughs> yeah. What is that all about? Yeah. What kind of ungrateful <laughs> g- g- daughter do you have? But you're very different from your mom. I I am. You know what? It's funny because there's three of us, and my sister. It's I feel like she rounds us out perfectly because she's so much funnier than than both of us. She's so funny. She's the funniest but person. So mean. <laughs> like she'll she'll tell like she'll tell my mom oh, how not funny she is, or like if my mom has a, a joke that she wants to pass on, Emily's the ultimate like wall. Is this good or not? Um, because she will tell you, and I I'm like, mom, that's good. Are you guys from the same, all the same marriage or yeah, different? Yeah, oh, dad. oh yeah. I thought you had, we had several husbands. No, they're just, I did, but the one that had the children, they're eight years apart, was the same guy. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how many husbands did you have? Three. That's not several. No, that's, that's not, not too as, many. That's not as Lou many. Lou ruined everything. Lou. Is yeah. Lou, the, I met Lou. My current, Great guy. Oh, your current yeah. one. I was on a roll. He's where, a sweetheart. Where did you meet Lou? He's a piano player at the comedy store in La Jolla. 
Joe, oh, cool. I wanted to ask you, is it, what is it, did you, going up through the stand-up ranks, did you have to, were, was sex on the table with other men or in the stand-up community? Oh, you or know no? what? I never got, like, um, I only got close to that one time. This one guy, he put me for a show in Las Vegas. He goes, don't bring Lou. And then he get there and he's like all mm. over me. And I'm like, what? Whoa. What are you talking? Are you kidding me? Holy no shit. way. I mean, it's a fucking Riviera. <laughs> you think I'd step you for Riviera? <laughs> We're talking Caesars. Oh, I'm my not gonna God. I'm going to do anything for the Riviera. Caesars. I, I, I mean, like, yeah, what are you, you should be at like the Cosmopolitan. Well, okay. I, I, fact, I, don't, I don't get around. I usually <laughs> hang out downtown. The Riviera you know, sucks. No, I mean, that's what I said. You got to be kidding. This is geez. a dump of a room. This is that downtown. Not getting anything. So, I, I, <laughs> I, I, so there are two questions there. One was if anyone in proposition you in order to get you. Did you like, have a Me Too experience? No, yeah. I think my Me Too is with the doorman at the comedy store. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. If I can't grab a doorman's butt before I go on stage, and I don't want to. Wait, be a so comedian. you're the Me Too no, person? Yeah. You're doing it to him. Oh, well, my I'm God. serious. I don't. I don't go beyond that. Yeah, it is. But clearly, when you take this the stage away from a, my, a, a comic you're allowed to grab their butt <laughs> nice set like that or you're allowed to grab a doorman's butt you're just allowed to it's what I feel like I've paid for that and now <laughs> it's been a long hard road 20 and now, years now you know now that that is threatened <laughs> But the, the Me hilarious. Too movement has the fucked me, you over. It has. It's ruined a lot. That is awesome. So, so then the, the second question was: It was have you ever hooked up with someone else that you were like another comedian, and then you were like, oh, I got I, now it's awkward. Honestly, no. I, I was married, and then I was really got with Lou. Right? Why right? do I feel oh, like I'm much out. more of a whore than you? But you, when you're on stage, it sounds like you're very experienced. No, well, I, 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 I would have gotten around more, but Lou. Lou stopped it. Ah, I mean, damn. I did not expect it. Lou and I just got together to have a good time. When and was then, this? Uh, it was like 15, 16 years ago. And we were just going to have a good time. And then all of a sudden, we just really were just crazy about each other. And it just was weird. It's an Plus, awesome match. Especially if you mm-hmm. really knew Lou. You'd think that was really weird. But no, I mean, no, he's... Uh, I, I don't know. When I see you guys together, it's the cutest thing. And he's so good to her. Yeah. He's so good guy. to her. Yeah. So did you always like Lou? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes yeah, the, the it, new new guy in town. Yeah, it was it was it was it was a big transition um, because you know it was just the three of us and my sister and my mom and oh, I were yeah. so close. Did you ever see your biological father? Um, I did a lot growing up, but as we got older, less and less and less, and um, for for lots and lots of reasons but um but now lou is just like he's the champion of my mom's heart and uh. like especially this process of america's got talent it's so hard and it's so it's there's, there's so much stress he's been a rock for sure and yeah. so now i'm like team lou i need a shirt yeah, so. yeah, yeah and also like you know like uh, he really was a back off kind of um dad stepdad pretty much yeah and 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 he you know he really backed off he gave us a lot of space and and so I think that we've been grateful for that because it's yeah you should be because I have the same situation with my boyfriend he's back he, he wouldn't even come close to trying to be a parent to right the three yeah, kids yeah and yeah so I mean it's been a while and now Lou's just the 
Like, natural. I, so, so natural. Like it's weird to even think that there was a point that I didn't like him. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Yeah. Can I jump back to the to the to the question a while ago about if someone gave me sex advice when you're no. friends? Of course. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It just came up to me. It's the most unlikely of people. So my mom has the most crazy people in her life. She has like comedians. She has hairstylists and everyone <laughs> coming in. But it was actually one of my mom's friends, who's a stay-at-home mom. She's like a very normal Cheryl Bartlett. Gave right. me the only sex advice I've ever had. Cheryl. Cheryl. She just. Do you very, know Cheryl? No, but sounds like a great woman. She's, you know, a wonderful mother. And she's, you know, she's just of all the people that could be. She told me that petting was always better. Right. She's like, for women, it's always better. She, she, she told me not to have sex before I got married. Just, just always pet. Pet is one much. She oh, said, did, did I yeah. not say that yesterday? I like kissing better than having sex. Right. Yeah. And the minute you have sex, then the foreplay. It ends. I and mean, yeah. it just it, so she Cheryl not with Lou though. Don't no, don't break no, my he's heart. Great. No, he's great. I don't want to talk about that for Lily. She'll kill herself. No, <laughs> are those windows open? Because she will jump. I legitimately <laughs> just don't believe that you have anything after petting. Like, but not because for my own heart, but like legitimately. Like, I don't think you do. Like, I'm not sure. She does. Maybe that's something. <laughs> I'm going to take about. a wild guess and say <laughs> what, what she does with that Lou. Maybe it is for myself. I'm not sure. <laughs> What about me? I'm just good. Mm-hmm. Well, there's. I wouldn't have Lou around unless that. <laughs> right. I'll tell you that right yes. now. Lou he would is be around gone. for a He's reason. He's around for one reason. I could take out my own trash. So it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite story is the first time my mom saw my husband's penis. What? Yes. That is a great story. Yes. Oh God. Oh mm-hmm. wait. What? When did what? that happen? So. The, oh, the first time. The fir- as oh, opposed, first to, there's many first, times. Oh, yeah, only. Yeah. No, you I have naked in the house. Oh the yes, I do remember that. <laughs> I gotta yes. say that that's a new one for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually we yeah we ask a different question related to that, but this yeah. is good. So um so my mom and I were on vacation um together, which is the two of us, and my husband and I decided to um try sexting for the first time, and we were in a bit of a time zone lab, so I went to sleep. Um, you know, oh. normal my time and then so he sent the like the picture of his junk to me and um, I didn't get it to the following morning you say it so eloquently yeah really the picture, picture of, of his junk, junk. yes because that's what it you know so he sent it to me and I didn't get it until the next morning and so um, I, I get a buzz the next morning and I said mom can you get my phone oh and so my mom gra- grabs my phone I'm in the other room and I hear penis <laughs> penis and so I think she's playing the penis game because that's a game that we used to play. You know, like who can yell penis louder in a public no, place? No, so it's no, a great game. What yes, you do is you, is a great game. you go into a public place yeah. and you try to see who can yell penis louder. Oh, we pu- should definitely. Well, we should do it right now. Well, right now. now it's very. I mean, yeah. we, you, penis. penis. <laughs> yeah. we, we should do it downstairs before we leave. We could go. Oh, do but it you know what? We we're, in, we're in such a crazy place you know that that would not here. be unusual. No it's, not, no, it's true. You're right. No. That would be very typical Wait, here. We're actually. in a nicer, like a nice McDonald's or something. <laughs> so she, th- so oh, she no. starts yelling, penis, penis. So I start yelling back at her, penis, <laughs> penis, penis. penis. And yeah, and then she comes in, runs my phone, and I was like. We're not playing the game, are we? Oh my God! Did you know that it was her <laughs> her boyfriend's? Like, yeah. What if it was like some? Because yeah. for me, that happens every morning, <laughs> and it, it, it ain't my boyfriend. A new dick pic oh every morning. Every, every awesome. Of course it would. Yeah. Well, of course. Well, said I got my first one on Instagram the other day when she, she was did because um, I was looking through her Instagram um, and she got her first dick pic. 
was, wow. oh. and she goes, nah, it's not even worth showing you. I did say it. It was not a big one. Uh, <laughs> I never see a big one anyway. Oh, God, you don't want to. I mean, you know what? That's seriously. what everyone says who has been with a big guy. That's just the thing. I always feel like I'm going to be in a nursing home. I'm going to be like 95 <laughs> years old. I'm in a nursing home. This guy's going to come up to me. You want to have sex? And we're like, okay. It's going to take his robe off, and it's going to be a biggest monster shalong. It's going to be two feet long, thick, gigantic. He's going to ram it into me. It's going to be the best sex ever. And then I'm going to die. That's how it's going to be. Lucky okay. you. Well, the end, I, guess the <laughs> I have never figured out my end, but that was not on my list at that all. Hilarious. Well, I just mean that, you know, because like, you always meet the boy in the last day of your holiday. You've never? Yes. Never, oh. even never. Oh. I slept out in the hallway once to see my friend Footlong Frank. I slept, <laughs> I, I slept with my head in the hallway all night waiting for him to go to the bathroom so I'd see it. No way. <laughs> I did, not I saw oh, it. No. What hallway is it? Huge. The hallway, Kathy's, they were all here. They were in medical school back then, and he was in medical school. There's three or four people living in this, this place in Claremont. So I was just enough. I'm going to see it. So I just, I, and I was sleeping on the floor in the living room anyway, so I just stuck it way out, and I knew that he'd go to the bathroom eventually, and he did, and I saw it. No I bet, I bet if you had asked him, he would have gladly just sure shot he would have. Wait, was it a foot-long flaccid? It was huge. <laughs> I don't know, he was on the way to the bathroom. I don't know what was going on. I mean, so it's, when, it's such a, it's, to me, it's like, ugh. Because I've been with ones that are big day, like, and it's not comfortable. That's because you're so little. No, Why it's not because I'm so get, little. I could fit an aircraft carrier here. <laughs> it's just how it is. I love that. It's the truth. I can see the little... men with the flags waving it yeah. in. Yeah. No, that's the problem. <laughs> that is not. That's the, the ultimate case. little girl story. I hear Do... it from all my little friends. <laughs> my life is so hard. No, I just got to tell you something. That is not true at all. This guy, nine pounds when he was born. Okay. Okay. That, that that's a bowling okay. ball that came okay. out of me. Right. And and that's like, you know, okay. that whole like how tall you are, Big feet you are. size, it's all a bull- okay. bunch of bullshit. Right. Your vagina size is just ne- not necessarily right. correlating to your stature mm-hmm. or weight or anything mm-hmm. like that. Okay. <laughs> nah. So you're okay. not missing out, Vicky. You're uh, not missing out, Vicky. I can tell you. <laughs> and we've had people write into us saying, what do I do? My dick is so big it hurts my girlfriend. I know someone who put a girl in the hospital. She was bleeding. She had to go to the hospital. Oh, my God. Yeah. And sorry to interrupt the conversation, but we need to take a quick commercial break to thank our sponsors. Mom, the first time I went to get condoms, I ended up knocking all the condoms out because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> and my one of our next-door neighbors was there. Oh, next to me it's mortifying it's it's, it's like, out of oh, a movie hi mr caspers this is not yeah mr oh. caspers so <laughs> they were at the dentist yes oh my god well and they, what's worse than that is going into a sex toy shop and having to figure out which vibrator is going to work if you want to use it during sex or if you want to use it by yourself and you get these hot pink rabbit things you don't want that so what we have found is, is the, the best, best company. The, literally the best company. I would invest all my money if I could into this company. Right. They package all the essentials in one box. That means you can get your condoms, your your silicone lube, your organic uh, personal lube, a, and a your, beautiful, powerful vibrator in one little box. And, and what's really cool? Their condoms are incredible. They're put in the little buttercups. So it's super easy to open. They're not going to get smushed. So you're not going to like rip open a condom with your teeth and end up ripping the condom open. This looks like a packet of butter. They're modern sex essentials. They're super high quality. They're affordable. And now you can get 15% off when you enter promo code MOM at checkout of getmod.com. This is a bomb ass, dank ass product. What is your worst sex story? Do you, do you have a story like that or no? I know Vicky does. There's no way she doesn't. My worst sex story. Oh, I um, 
Yeah, I got I got one. So it, it was, <laughs> I got one. I got one. I, it's the first one that comes to my head. Um, so we were on our honeymoon, and um, wait, it's with your husband? It was with my husband. <laughs> Vicky, do you know this story or no? Oh wow! Oh my God, that's so bizarre. So, um, we so we actually waited for marriage, and so I think that's why I was a child bride. So I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> Wait, to go. You let's waited go. for marriage, and you came out of her. I did, wow. and um. Not her real mother. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, but really, I was like four days twenty-two. I was like, okay, I'm ready to get married. I want to have sex now. Um, it's why, time. Wait, why did you want to not have sex before marriage? Um, it's probably my faith. It's like that's it was just something a personal choice that I wanted and um so I got super glad I did it and I'm <laughs> pr- like proud of myself um but so it was on our honeymoon and we so we had waited and so we were just like insane like we got married and then the next like 45 hours were insane did, wait, did he also wait till marriage yes he did okay. as well. wow. he did fully um I I didn't fully but he did fully. oh you did everything else but yes, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. Oh, wow. then, and um so we were at the L.A. airport. Uh, so we got married in Santa Barbara, drove down four hours to L.A. to get on a plane to go to the Bahamas. And we were like, let's go into a family bathroom and do it. Oh, and my God. So we go into oh. a family bathroom and and have sex. And oh, and we forgot to lock the door. Oh and an God. entire Hispanic family walks in oh on us God. doing it doggy style doggy in a, style. a bathroom no in Los, Los Angeles airport. No. Yes. Does that constitute Mile High Club? That is wild. Yeah. So there were seven of them. Seven. The best part is what they said. I'm so glad you asked that because it was the old grandmother. She went, "Oh no!" (laughs) She covers her eyes. Oh my god. And so now me and my husband, whenever we want to, that's that's our signal. If we want to have sex with each other, we say, "Oh no!" (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's so adorable. That's an adorable story. Was this your virginity story, or was this? No. No. No, This was. No, it's no. no, it's his. No, she, <laughs> she said everything but. Um, okay, no. So she, I had sex before I met Mike, but oh, with him we decided to wait. Oh, I got didn't get it, that either. I didn't Sorry, get that either. I I was not very flashy flashy about it, but there we go. That was my next question. You mean you and blah blah didn't do it? No, yeah, we okay, did. Okay. Um, so we did, but I I guess I'm like a born again Christian in in a sense. Um, but so you were born again after, right? And so Mike, and okay. so but but I was. I was Mike's first. We did do it in, in like the hotel room first. So it wasn't, he didn't like lose his virginity. That, that, in that that's what you should said 45 yes. times or something. Yeah. I don't remember so, what um, Oh, I see. But okay. Yeah. So that. That's unbelievable. Yeah. No, that really, okay. it was. But, but that, that's actually not story. a, it's not a war story. That sounds kind of exciting. You know, <laughs> if it, maybe if it wasn't for the grandmother, if she it's wasn't not, there. Yeah. Then, then I, of course, think it's exciting. <laughs> that sounds fun. We did too. It sounds you memorable. Know, we're like, we're going to do it in the bathroom. Did it end quickly thereafter, or did you continue onward? Oh, we totally finished. Oh, oh my God. God. Wait, wait, with the little Hispanic ch- children running they around? just closed the door. <laughs> and so, Christ. I mean, this poor guy had waited like 25 years for me. I mean, yeah, he, got, he earned that. Wait, what? I'm amazed that he, I, I, and this might be a lot of sharing about him, but the fact that he was able to last that long after it's having waited 20 however years. Yes, so my husband was a... Um, uh, this might help. This might help understand. Um, he was a very, very fat guy. He he weighed like 
um, up like he lost a hundred like fifteen pounds and then like met me and so I think he didn't have the opportunity um, to be tempted. No, no, that's yeah. not what Cam was asking. Oh, to not have sex. Well, I was thinking that he oh, so the first time having sex usually I, either the guy is too nervous to get it up or it just. He pops off immediately. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't understand the question. Um, no, <laughs> it, would be, it would be the latter. They just they just immediately in right after our wedding. Exactly. Yeah, right. Sorry so, about that. So that's why I'm surprised that he was able to even last that long, that they were able to op- open the door and close it, <laughs> and he's still going. This is like the 12th time. This is yeah, right, 12th right, right, right. So yes, sorry. I know. I'm a she, terrible she, she did, storyteller. She did no, not no, stop I got fucking. I should have not She been. said I do, and she fucked for 45 yeah. minutes is, yeah. she should have intervals yes. 25 times remember we were a little late to the reception just a little bit yeah it was that's that's when it wasn't a problem it was like bam yes yeah yeah, yeah. so that's all right awesome. that's I awesome st- i still think it's is, an awesome story not Vicky, a- is it awkward for you to hear that story or is, is no it, at this point no i just was i was like you i'm like you're kidding me. So I'm thinking all these guys she was with, I'm like, you didn't do that. You were gone for a weekend. You didn't do that. But I thought, you know, a lot of uh, my mother's side of the family is Catholic. And those, you know, they all, none of them had sex when my generation until they were married. But they would, you know, get to have sex in the ear. You know, the, the in nose, the ear. Everything. Right. So everything. when I say everything but, I feel like yeah. you need to clarify, yeah. I did not have ear sex. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. Damn. Yeah. But everything, you beat us all in that uh, never ever ever. It's game. phenomenal. Never, ever. never ever ever had sex in my armpit, <laughs> in my <laughs> in my belly button. Uh, Vicky, did you have like a really bad sex? Because I kind of, like, I like that story, Lily. I thought it was a great story. I love that story. That's funny. Her poor... I was, I'm talking about the kind of sex that you're like, ew. <laughs> well, for me, that happened. It was a honeymoon story, too. Is that I was really, it was my first husband. I was really sheltered. My, my mother was pretty much, I, I, I came by it naturally. All my mother told me my entire life was, don't, men only want to have sex with you and, they'll, and don't ever have sex with a man no matter what. And like even when I was like 16, this boy liked me and I got under a couch. I fully got under a couch and literally, there's only a few inches of clearance, and I held the couch up till he left. I was oh so afraid of boys. And so, <laughs> oh, she scared the shit out of you. And so, yes, completely. And so when I got married, I had very little experience the first time. And, um, yeah, literally, I had a, you had a few, couple other boyfriends, too. And uh, and the, this guy I wanted to marry, I, I fell madly in love with him. And he, had, he, he was a... Wait, you were not a virgin? No, I wasn't. I was not a virgin. He's like the third, fourth guy I was with. I was raped once. That counts for something. But, um, oh, man. You just throw that in. Yeah, there. I just threw that in. But that was probably the worst. But the, the yeah, second worst. I would worst think that that, that might, might be the worst. Yeah. Let me, you know, yeah. I'm pretty much done with the story. Okay. But uh, but the, I'll just will tell you that I just put this in my book. Um, trailer Park Trophy Wife. Thank you very much. Oh, anyway, oh, yeah. um, I'm not way to get a so, hold of that one. So it was because I was so sheltered. And back then, this was like 35 years ago, in he kept telling me he wanted to give me a beautiful gift for our, our wedding gift, a beautiful gift for the wedding gift. I couldn't wait. What is it going to be? And so we're, we, my uncle gave us an RV to use because he was an RV dealer, and this beautiful RV to take up the coast, and we're in this beautiful beach and outside of Santa Barbara, and the wind is blowing, and it was so beautiful. And he goes, I think I'll give you your wedding gift now. I'm like, awesome! Give it to me! Hold my hand out, you know? It's anal sex. <laughs> that was my gift. That was my gift. 
And I had never even heard of anal sex. I didn't even know what it was. I'm like, no, I don't want that gift. I want something else, like in a box. Like in a box worth a lot of money. That is hilarious. So then he tries to give it to me, and I let him give it a little bit. I'm like, no, I'm taking it back. And so then the rest of it back for a return. Do they take returns? Yeah. So then I just, then I just, then I went to the, and I slept all night in the front seat of the RV. And, uh, yeah, he, you know, yeah, yeah. That was a, a funny, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. And now it's not weird at all. You know, it's world. so sad. No, it's no, like, it's, no everyone does like it. the most popular thing ever. That yeah. doesn't even make me like, that doesn't, it makes me like sad for you. That Because like, my mom, like, I, my mom is my heart and I like love her so much. I'm like, I can imagine you thinking for so long you were getting this gift and then just being so broken. <laughs> you know, <after laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, Buzzkill, but mom, I'm sorry. But that it's also guys think like they're, they've got the golden, not, not you can. Literally right? a golden dick, but which is sitting on the guys, table. Guys think like, oh, I'm going to give it to her. You know, you hear that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they really, like literally like, oh, I'm going to, I know I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some dick well who the hell wants your dick you know what the hell is that all about right right <laughs> you got right. the golden dick what the hell no one, no one wants it what, no one wants that shit do you, do you was there ever a discussion about vibrators what, well, what? my mother gave us all vibrators when Christmas. Everybody. Wait, your mom was like this conservative Catholic. Oh, she really thought they were back scratch. Back. <laughs> no, oh, she back did. Massage. No, and way. she did. And we, uh, we, yes. we, the whole, uh, we, she got the Hitachi. Which one? The, they, they, you know, they say things. They say back. Well, they, a lot of them say back massagers. So these said back massagers, but they're clearly gigantic dildo. And so, <laughs> so she gave it to all of us. My, and uh, the four, so there was Emily, Lily, Lou, uh, my my fr- heard their dad, my brother. Mark, my ex-husband. Oh, man. So she had gone to Vons and they were on sale and the lawns. <laughs> so she had a whole truckload of these things. And so under the Christmas tree, we're all just like fucking looking at them. And I made a long joke about it forever called, you know, it was like, we're all walking around going, <laughs> we're playing Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, out, they were under the t- t- tree and I said, that just looks like a big old tree full of vaginal chaos. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good so one. So we just called it vaginal chaos forever. That was a vaginal yeah, chaos Christmas. Yeah. Did you ever tell her, hey, this is not a freaking backstretcher? No. <laughs> Nobody ever told her. And then one time, Timmy, my little grandson, we had a, in, it, when Lou lived at the trailer, he built a little room behind the trailer and he lived there and there's a grand piano and a bed and a mic stand because he would record down there. And and so Timmy, little Timmy, would, little, he's three, four years old, he would always come down there and, and sing on the microphone. Then one day, oh, no. there was v- the vibrator down there. Oh, no. So he came up and we were having a party and he's walking around the party <laughs> oh, singing, no. hey! No and, uh, way! Oh, that, actually, that is so funny. It reminds me of my, one of my friends told me the story, very similar that her son who was like 12 or whatever, found her vibrator and she walked in his bedroom and he's like going like this and he, he thinks it's, <gasps> he thinks it's like a back massager. Right. And she's like, what are you doing with that? What are you doing with that? And I guess he found it because she had put it, she couldn't find it for a while. And it, <laughs> And and it turned out that she had put it in her pocket and it went through the laundry and he must have somehow got it out of the laundry. Oh, no. And he's using it. There he goes. It's so funny. It's so funny. You know, like mom to daughter, we didn't talk about vibrators very much, but one thing I very vividly and like loved growing up was we made so many penis cakes. Yes, we did. We made penis penis cakes all the time. It was like my mom's friend's birthday penis cake, bachelorette party penis cake. Yeah, and uh, one of my specialities. I have never, I've never made a a, a penis cake. They're real simple, super easy. They're very simple. Be in charge of the easy bake oven. What the the hell? You know, it's just like a cream filling. 
They all had to have cream filling. Yeah. It was fun. It's like two I forgot about all the penis movies. Yeah. Yeah, we should make penis some cakes. more. We haven't done it in a while. Make some penis cakes. <laughs> For Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a, such a fun time together. It's like a it bonding was. time, a mother-daughter bonding yeah. time to make what penis cakes. What is the cake? other perverted? Didn't Emily make a bunch of nasty Christmas cookies one year, too? <laughs> <laughs> she used to make those candy canes, and they they all um, spread out way too far, this cookie bake, and it was just a huge penis. Oh, she actually oh. did make some dirty cookies once, too, but I forgot why. Oh, so I just thought her candy cane things looked like no, penises? No, they did look like penises. Oh, I was like, I just, that, so that wasn't on purpose? Hmm. <laughs> there, was, there, there was... I made uh, penis bread. <gasps> I lived in like a hippie commune. And did so, you really? yeah, I, I made bread for the whole house in the shape of uh, dick and balls. Oh, that's so cool. Did you, I didn't tell was anyone. Was it a mold or... Like, is, no, I, I, I made that with my own hands. <gasps> yeah, my own bare hands. Awesome. <laughs> Richard, that I did not amazing. know you were that talented, honestly. Yeah. Why don't you, you no tell idea. them about the, what else went on in that hippie commune? The circle jerk. Yeah, uh, yeah. I there is a uh, well. You punchline is <laughs> 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 basically. I it was my basically they sort you into these houses at school, and so it, it would you have you could give them a list of preferences. This was the twenty fifth uh, preference out of twenty five preferences for me to live in this house, and so I ended up there. And the first, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be fine. It'll be fine. I'll be fine. And then. The first email I get, like shortly finding, shortly thereafter, uh, was an invitation saying, "Come together," and the subject was like, "To relieve the stress of finals, we're all coming together in room two hundred one, and with Wait, the lights will be come? dim. See you, Em, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll just be enjoying ourselves." It was wild. It, I was like, "Oh, what have I gotten myself into?" Go. I did not go. I wasn't living there at the time. It was like the invi- it was like I, I found I was living there and I was like I was making myself feel better, self soothing, and then I immediately found out <laughs> I was invited to a circle jerk. <laughs> My dad he played for the he played for Purdue and they played in the Rose Bowl and then he went on to play for the Steelers and he was like really he looked a lot like Lily. He was he looks exactly like a dude Lily. He was like an Adonis of a guy. And so when he was at the Rose Bowl, they came down and they and he always wanted to tell me the details. Yeah, well, uh, we put to the Rose Bowl. We had an orgy. You had an orgy. You want to hear about it? I'm like, no, I don't. Stars, you know. Stars, you know. I'm like, no, I definitely don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about Rock Hudson taking you roughly from behind, Daddy. Oh, But my he just God. constantly wanted to tell me about the Melbourne orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 I think it's a lot uh, cooler in thought than actually in, in I practice. I don't know. He seemed to enjoy it very much, yeah, but well, I was I never going to listen to that. <laughs> no, not from Dad. Ooh. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to hear that Your either. Your Dad? I could, maybe my mom could tell me. <laughs> there is something. Do you feel, is there an awkwardness hearing about her sex life or is there an awkwardness hearing about your not daughter's sex life? Not at this age, not at all. No, really. I don't feel awkward. Oh, really? I don't feel awkward hearing. <laughs> She's about gonna it. start sharing like there's no, oh, no. tomorrow. You're right. No, I, I could because because yeah. I've been so chastised my whole life. You know, it's like immediately, even like the young comics around Lou and I. Stop it, mom and dad. I mean, nobody wants to hear <laughs> us. Like everyone doesn't <laughs> want to hear us. They, they call you mom and dad Pretty at much. the comedy store. Ever talk about well, sex? They're like, oh, stop. <laughs> I mean, because your act like, is kind of like yeah, it is. But yeah, she has a whole act about how yeah. like she's figured out how to control men by blowjobs, and so that's why I'm just <laughs> like I'm fine with it, but I don't want to hear about like anything like past r- that. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I don't. You know, I was thinking about, like I don't think I mind hearing about you 
and pleasure. Like you have as many orgasms as you can, mom. But I don't want to hear about Lou having any. Like, right. no. <laughs> like no, not Lou. No, 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 no. Wait, no, do no, you no, kind no, of no, feel no. the same way? Uh, I don't. I don't really like to imagine you experience having sex at all. We don't. Don't worry. I've never had sex. Yeah. So, since, since but like, I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat that I, I, I. In theory, I'm like, yes, you should be having pleasure. I want you to enjoy your life. I, I don't really want to hear about the deep, the nitty gritty. You know what else, though? I have to say, I do not basically, I find it quite boring. I remember when I was married to their dad. It was the, I mean, we never had sex. I don't, That's why they're eight years apart. We only had sex on St. Patrick's Day. That's why our birthdays are two days I mean, that's why their birthdays are two days apart. I mean, literally, he was just the most disgusting guy. He would come Wait, into the bathroom why? and slap his div- did urine off his dick and oh. stick it in my face. I go get away. He was just not the fun guy, and, and you don't want to be with him. So why would you, you don't want to be with him? Why would you marry him? No. Why, why did you I'm, no? Why did you stay married to the guy oh, who flapped urine all over his I, legs? That's disgusting. I was raised to be miserable. Oh, so I was <laughs> and that explains to things. Misery and and lick it up like a dog and like a bowl. Could you like give him a blowjob when he's licking? So no, no, no. I would go, get is, away. Get get the, get 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 get. And so, um, no, and he, mm, and we were, it was always, I don't know why ever that I got with him, but, um, oh, well, anyway, yeah. So, um, well, it's a good thing you did. Otherwise well, you wouldn't I have wouldn't the gorgeous have children. But the, I'm sorry with the whole story was that terrible long story. I was going to, I had really something to tell you, but it's gone. Oh, oh about having sex then, yeah, you know, mostly. just like wanting to <laughs> share that sexual. Oh, you didn't really have sex is what you were saying. Something about my father. <laughs> we, we can come back if it comes Sorry, back. Sorry, we'll come back, yeah. Yeah. It, you, you said something interesting. I was, you were like, I, I was kind of born to, or I learned to accept misery or whatever like that. Well, my parents were extremely miserable together. Uh, they, they were extremely miserable people. And so, um, uh, you know, you're comfortable with what you're raised with. You honor your parents mm. if they're miserable. You know, you, I think, you know, there's a low certain amount of people who just honor that. And I thought I would be miserable too. And it was like, you know, I was, my mother was like, I have to stay here because of you children. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like I literally, I built an apartment in the garage for three years, lived there until I literally got physically ill from living with Jono. So wow. literally I had to find, and also he got real violent up with her older sister. So oh. the day he knocked the wall in above her head to threaten her, she goes, we got to get out of here. And that day we, we, I started looking for a trailer and we were out in about, Wow. You were yeah. very, very brave. I did not realize that you were in that kind of predicament. That sucks. Well, I mean, I, I could have left earlier and should have, but, but, but because of my brain, because of what I could do when I thought was right, was all convoluted. So. Yeah, because that, your role models were having a, it sounds like a really negative vibe yeah. relationship. So, exactly. Yeah. So you, you know, yeah. you kind of just, I you think that's norm and you, you don't know the norm of, oh, people, we can be in a loving relationship. Right, exactly. And I think she's grown so much since then. Yeah, and, um, that's why I wanted to bring it up because I yeah. was like, this does not seem like the person you are today. And I, th- I think Lou's part of that. Like my mom was telling me just recently because um, we had a big celebration for Lou. Um, it's He did 25 years at the comedy store playing Oh, piano. yeah, I wow. saw pictures of that. It's yeah, awesome. And so she was telling me that um, finally like he was helping her learn to love her. Oh. And, um, oh, and that was like just really a big moment for her. And... So that's and that I yeah that I could actually finally love him like like literally let that go let mm. him let be lo- really love someone, and the thing also with me for for stand up was a big deal for me too because when I first walked into a stand up comedy class it was like twenty two twenty three years ago, I literally I'm not kidding you can't I brought three large books with me 
just three giant books holding under my arm to this class so that the people in the class would think that I was smart. Were <laughs> 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 they Harry, Harry, Harry biology books? <laughs> I didn't even know what they were. They were just the biggest books I could possibly carry. That is oh adorable. And, and that was like, I was, I was like, I was so closed in. I had, I had my daughters that I loved. I worked for my parents' carpet business in misery. It was amazing. And, and I was so like, I just thought, well, I didn't get a good life. That didn't happen for me. I'm going to watch my children have a good life, and that would be enough. And watch my brother have a good life. And that would literally, that's what my plan was. Uh. And then, then the minute I started stand-up, like, not the minute, but shortly after, you, you know, as a stand-up, you have to get to know yourself. You have to, you know, even if you don't want to know yourself, you have got to figure who you are out. And all these years of stand-up and, and just, because stand-up rips you to the core in mm-hmm. terms of, like, how vulnerable, how raw you have to be. It, it just kind of like made me flush myself out. And then I found that I really didn't hate myself as much as I had thought that I did. And then it, eventually you come to believe that we're all equal and you're no worse than anybody and they're no better. We're all the same. So all of that came from that. And then plus Lou's, Lou is practiced at being positive. Like he practices it because he also came from almost exactly the same background I have. And oh, had a really abusive meth addict first wife and who constantly abused him and his parents were very similar to mine and so we had this but he had been working on being positive before we met but anyway it's i think it's a, a beautiful story i was is. wondering that was my first question on my list was like how did you get into stand-up and how did you get the balls because i know it as it's i always watch shows like i'm dying up here and i'm wondering how close that is to reality and it sounds like it's very close mm-hmm. some of my favorite shows like that and crashing i love yeah. those stuff but i'm always wondering like a woman especially, how hard it is to be, you know, you know, you think of Joan Rivers and people that started as the pioneers. It's so hard to do it. And how you, you, you had no, nothing, no support at all. And you did it. It's so amazing. She's incredible. That's what, that's why, I, that's what came across when I saw you on America's Got Talent. That's cool. I, I always felt for, like, from the very beginning, Mitzi Shore saw me in La Jolla one night. And I'd been, you know, I'd I started out, I was bombing for years. Just I, I loved bombing. I loved it. <laughs> what <laughs> do you mean you love bombing? I literally, I loved it. I loved Why? The first few years, I bombed all the time, and I I just felt so comfortable bombing. And finally, my friends go, you got to stop this bombing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. What is it that you liked about bombing? I don't know. It's just like, the like I just felt comfortable with the with the, with the feeling of extreme failure over and over again. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, you don't like it. I mean, <laughs> I, I know. and also in the very back of my mind, I thought, if I can really get comfortable enough bombing, then eventually I can I can keep doing this. There's only one way up because exactly because I felt like I would get I would get so used to failing that I wouldn't care if I failed. And then in a weird mm. way, it actually I don't think I really thought it out that well. But somebody had once told me you got to be willing to bomb Argus Hamilton. But then, you know, I did take it to the extreme. But anyway, but after I you know sort of <laughs> stopped bombing a couple years. After that, I used to bring baked goods on Sunday night to the La Jolla Comedy Store for all the staff. I wouldn't get on, but I brought baked goods. I always made her sister call, does Vicky have a spot? No. Does Vicky have a spot? No. I'd make her be my voice. No. I wouldn't hear the no, but Emily didn't mind, so she always heard no. So every Sunday, I'd drive up there with baked goods, and one Sunday, Mitzi was there, and she goes, you know, put her up. And then they put me on stage, but nobody knew that I'd been working so many nights in different bars and bringing my own microphone in places where there weren't shows. Wow. I mean, nobody knew I'd been doing all that at the comedy store. And so I went up and I had a really great set because I'd been working so hard. 
And, and were you learning? Because I always think you learn more from your failure yeah, than your success. Exactly. You learn so much when you fail. You yeah, just learn I, more. I what, you, what, a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> and, then, and then I had a couple more years of kind of making it out. So I had a good seven, eight minutes, five minutes probably. And Mitzi, Mitzi, Mitzi and I came off the stage and she goes, come here. And she was sitting in the booth at the back. And she goes, you're very funny. Wow. And I go, thank you. And she goes, okay, go away. <laughs> go away and then, yeah and then she was going that's how she was like that oh, and, and then and then she sent somebody to tell me that i was a paid regular and i had no wow. idea what that was she didn't even tell you i didn't even know what it was oh this my is, god this is very similar to the way they portray it i'm uh, i'm dying up here do you watch that that is written by a guy who um he was a guy who was an la times reporter and he was reporting on the strike and actually I'd, i've met this guy and talked to him um he uh he did know everything and it was all at the time really happening and so for me, I can't really watch a show because it's not Mitzi, and I and I, I just get really sad. Oh, but man. I love that, the, and I love the book. I love the book so much. Um, it, it's a great book, and eventually, probably, I will be able to to watch it. But she just died this year, so yeah. you know, it's too soon. Yeah, it's pretty amazing uh, to hear you talk about your journey with this because for most people, I think when it comes to stand up, you think. Th- these are the most depressed, anxious individuals getting on stage. Like, and it's like their last resort. Like that. I mean, that's the stigma that I've received as well. And it's, it's amazing that it could like a place with that connotation can actually bring you to become happier and more positive. You know, and also, yeah, I used to go up there in, on Sunset Boulevard and I would drive my car up Sunset Boulevard and think, I just left my, my, I was in a house then and I left my children sleeping and I, I went, because John was still there then when I was first going to the comedy store and I would pull in and I go this little housewife is going to go do stand up on Sunset Boulevard it's just so weird and I all thought about it every single time but honestly too I always feel like I was at the comedy store the other night and and I saw a bunch of dark beings walking around you know not all of them for sure Mm -hmm. but whenever I'd see a really dark being comic walk around I would just go I would just personally go like this send him a lot of love i love 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 i just like i try to break these guys down because there is no reason no reason to be so serious in a comedy store i know there is no reason to be like (laughs) 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 what are you doing here why aren't you somewhere else yeah you shouldn't be like that right here so i just try to send a lot of love yeah, it's very sweet. And the whole time, the audience just wants to experience that pleasure. They come yeah. for pleasure. Right, right. They don't want to come to see someone die, like really killing themselves. Yeah, the yeah. truth is, you re- when you're on stage, like I'm just going off of, the, again, the AGT performances, I really wanted to like you, especially because I related to you because I'm the same, roughly the same age. You're right. a little bit younger than me. But like you just have this. I'm younger than you? Oh yeah, you're younger. Fudge. Mm-hmm. You're so oh, let's go, Lily. <laughs> let's go. I'm pretty sure you're younger yeah, than me. But anyway. I doubt it. I hope not. No, you're definitely d- younger than I I'm am. I'm sexy. Oh. You're sexy? Uh-huh. I'm sexy this in three weeks. Oh, so thank God. That was bad enough. Look at her. But you know, it's just for your family. I come from a long line great. of reptiles. Sexy. Yeah. I love it. I'm you gonna own sexy that. once. Yeah. Well, that's already on TV, so <laughs> hey. You take it too. To sexiness. <laughs> you do it with the sexiness. What are you doing on your sextieth? I'm gonna go out with you. <laughs> I'll be there. What, really, seriously, what day? Uh, 24th of September. Oh, I should be free by then. Yeah, well, it's a Tuesday <laughs> yeah, night. Even. What are we doing? 
I don't know, but I think I can't think of a better person to hang out with. It was awesome. You know what? I think that's a Tuesday night. Guess what? Guess who's not booked on the Tuesday? Oh, boy. I booked on the Wednesday we and the Thursday. I have a friend. Oh, my God. No, I, since I've been out here, I have Here's what one we do. other friend, and that's it. Here's what we do. This is the best thing ever. We go to a wig store. I did this with my cousin Sextius in Las Vegas. We can do it anywhere. We go to a wig store. We buy gigantic, gigantic platinum blonde drag queen wigs. I'm there. And then we go anywhere from there. I'm oh there. Oh my God. This is going to be so Oh, it's so great. much what fun. What an image. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we are doing this. Yeah, and, and your we're boyfriend sexy. could come. Lou could come. Yeah. And they could just accompany us around. Oh, they would have Can. a blast together. Yeah. That week, we're getting the gigantic platinum blonde wigs. That'll be my gift to you. Oh. oh. This is the I need a new one anyway. Thing in the world. Ah. <laughs> I oh need a one anyway. I know. I love this. We just set our moms up. We oh, we're, up we're having a cis romance. We're My brother took me to Ireland. My dream. Well, I, I, I didn't, well, my brother's not taking me anywhere. I laid into him so bad. I go, I'm so really happy about turning 60. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, well, <laughs> she would what? like to go make out with some yeah. guys in Ireland. And I did. She did. You Lou, made out with guys in Ireland? Yeah, Lou said I could. I did. <laughs> she got She got with two. Guys. Were they good? Two. Yes. Two. <laughs> two of us. Just kisses. Just kisses. And dancing. That's all I want to do. You did the Irish jig? Oh, yeah. I pretended that I was an Irish dance teacher in America. I've never even done one Irish dance. I got a whole bunch of Spanish guys up on the floor for like an hour and a half. They oh, totally, my God. Yeah. But the other, but the, oh, yeah. And the guy in Killarney danced with me all night and then kissed me two or three times in public. And this <laughs> other guy. In public? Yeah. In PDA. And uh, PDA in the Irish pub. It was great. <laughs> oh. So it didn't, it, well, it, you went, you got through it. When was this? What, what This month? November. Last November. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're doing this. It's going to be fun. We'll get the wigs. Let, let me tell you who else just turned. Is tur- I think on the 18th of August, uh, Madonna just turned 60. Oh, wow. Oh, this is a good and year. Wait. Yeah. Do you think she'd come? <laughs> she, <laughs> can she we invite her? We invite Madonna? She's probably going to be calling in November, right away. November, Ellen is turning 60. Oh, my God. She's We're in good company. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Andy McDowell. We have to wrap it up. Sorry. Okay. So... Can we? Where can people find your stuff besides America's no, Got no, Talent? No, 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 no. We have to ask them. Well, we always ask. Okay, okay you, we'll ask that afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever walked in on a parent having sex, or vice versa? I don't think so. I don't think I've walked in on you. Have you walked in on me? I have never walked because we you. did live together for like six months, like the two couples when we first moved to Oceanside. Oh wow! So I can't believe there was no. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. In, a, in one in a trailer. Well, yeah, in well, a trailer. That, that, well we've, we've moved up to a whole different level of trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they work nights though, so yeah. Oh, so okay. we would, you know, rock it out we, during yeah. the day. Oh, the yeah. You went into those bathrooms so and rocked it out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it worked out. So that's no. Have you? No. But Vicky, have you walked in on your parents, or have they walked in on you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, the face. No. no. You, but that small Hispanic family walked in on me. So oh, they yeah. can sort take like yours. That. That, they can right. take your your pass. So in, in that, now where can people find you? You're writing this book? Yeah. Trailer Park Trophy Wife. And I'm just trying to get an agent right now and um, for that book. And But I'm on VickiBarbalakComedy.com, which I don't take very good care of. For me right now, I, I list everything on my Facebook fan page, Vicky Barbalak. Her Instagram, too. And Instagram. Vicky Barbalak. Uh, we list all my events there. 
Twitter. Yeah. She's really active Twitter. on Twitter. Very active on yeah. Twitter. You, you guys got to check it out. She's hilarious. Lily, do you have anything? And vote like for her on America's Got Talent, yes. baby. Yes. Vote, vote, vote. Yes. Vote, vote. She, Hear that, YouTuber? We're allowed vote. to say she's going to be on September 11th. Um, That's right. For the Insert the bomb joke here. Oh, my God. No, God, no. There's too many people that died. Oh, I couldn't. God. I couldn't. Never. Never. I couldn't. Never. I know. I know. No, Cam, there, there, there's one good. Me. Can I tell? Do I have time for one good 9-11 joke? Yes. My oh, friend. Oh my friend Fred had really bad spinal bifida. He was my comedy mentor, Fred Burns. He passed away, but he used to manage a comedy store. He was my my favorite comic ever. Loved. His terrible spinal bifida. Incredibly crippled body. He could do anything. After 9-11, <clears throat> like just two months after, he goes, eh, "It was so horrible. I had to go to New York and see it for myself." was awful after about two hours and i take my metal detector and go home (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh that is awesome it hurts oh my god he actually said that (laughs) (laughs) that's really good he said it better than that but that's awesome lily do you have anything you'd like to plug no, I'm just a biostatistician. Well, any new cancer medications yeah, you'd like people really. to know about? Oh, uh, oh, most of my stuff's confidential, actually. I'm not. Oh. Gonna oh. <laughs> uh, I could get a lot of trouble from all the people that have make make a lot of money. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm Lily Lily Grossana uh, on uh, <laughs> on Instagram, but I'm not famous. But she's well, pretty awesome. she's pretty damn funny. Yeah. I gotta tell you, she is. Well, you, we might have to take this on the road. The yep, four of us. That's like right. A, the mother-son, mother-daughter yes. yes. road trip. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming yeah, out. Well, thanks for so having fun. us. It was so much fun. This was so great. You guys rock. You, you guys rock. rock. Oh, you guys rock. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.